Welcome to the Prosperous Mother podcast, helping single moms transform their finances so they can achieve financial freedom in their own way by working through the mindset and emotional blocks that can be scary to face. I'm Natalie Marie, and I'll be showing you how choosing yourself creates generational wealth well beyond money. So happy new year, happy 2024. I hope the start of your year has been uh, a realistic one. (laughs) Um, I'm saying that because spiritually, this isn't the time, this this isn't really a new year. The new year starts in April, spring, new cycle, new beginnings. So right now, if you are feeling like you want to just chill out, feeling a bit sluggish, like you want to hibernate, yeah, your body's just following the nature cycle. And so if you wanted to do things a bit differently, because we all know now at this age, we should know your 30s and 40s, you should know that um, New Year's resolutions do not work. And actually, this is what this, this episode is about, actually. This season two, episode one, is about how to change your life in 12 months, in one year. And so, as I said before, we should all know now that resol- New Year's resolutions don't really work. Um, and in the last four years, I have been going with the natural flow And it doesn't mean that I don't have any plans or I don't have any goals or I don't have any kind of structure, but I really do listen to my body because my body, our bodies are intellectual. Well, they're intelligent. They're highly intelligent. Um, And they are, if you are in tune with yourself, um, your body is telling you what's going on. And so right now, my body is very much in a hibernating state. That doesn't mean I don't have any plans. I have plans. I'm putting them in place even now as we speak, recording this podcast episode. And I'm actually hitting my, actually hitting some pretty cool goals already um, in these, um, well, milestones um, in these, two first, these first two weeks of Jan 2024. However, I'm not pushing I'm not trying to force something I'm really listening to my body I'm really seeing what the universe is showing me but I know in April that's when I really will start implementing my goals and my habits but right now I am just flowing with nature's cycle um and so if you're in that state do not feel guilty um I would, which I which I do, is I see some stuff that's, oh, that's really cool to kind of implement. And I will bookmark it and save it. And I'm going to come back to those things in April. I've got a whole load of books that I want to read. I'm going to come back to those in April and kind of start my year from there. Um, but right now I am just, um, I'm having to do season two now because that's how the world works. <laughs> but behind the scenes, I'm very much... Um, slowing down um, and not really putting things out until until April I'm not in a I'm listen to universe and not rush these things and just take my time and 
um, whatever I want to manifest or bring into bring into me this year will come because I'm lucky and everything always works out for me, which is my new mantra. And I came across this, speaking to a, my accountability partner towards the end of last year. And we was talking about, we was reflecting on uh, what we had achieved back in 2023. And I was so surprised at what I had achieved and some of the stress that I had put myself through, which was unnecessary. <laughs> and I just realized, I was like, you know what? I said to my friend, do you know what, Kylie? Like, things always work out for me. Like, I'm pretty lucky. And that became our new mantra. So that's my mantra, my affirmation for all of 2024. If it speaks to you, go ahead and use it. Um, because in the end, everything always works out for you works out for all of us so as I said before this episode is about how to change your life in 12 months um and everything that I'm going to talk about in this episode I've implemented myself I first did this without unconsciously should I say I did this I wasn't really taking note of what I was doing but I did this um, a little over 10 years ago and I was homeless and I put these things in place and it took me three years to, to change my life. The second time I did it, it took me one year. And the third time I did it, which was back in 2020, it took me six months. Again, I didn't, the third time, I didn't think, oh my God, it's going to take me, I'm going to make sure I do this all in six months. It just, I was doing a, half year check and I was like oh my gosh I've smashed my goals for this year and then some um because I had implemented the things that I'm going to talk about today so the first one is reflection before you do anything else before you be like right I'm going to do this this and this and this and this to transform my life in 12 months the first thing you need to do before you do anything else is reflect. And the reason why you need to reflect is because you need to acknowledge how great you are, first and foremost. I feel like sometimes, if you're anything like me, we can be our own worst critics. <laughs> we can even be our hater to ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. And especially as single moms, because we have this we're fighting against this whole um, narrative of us um, being like pariahs within society, but we're not. Um, there's a whole agenda behind that. I so want to talk about that as well. I'd have to do it in an, on an, uh, I will do it on another episode. Um, but because we're fighting against this illusion that the majority of the world um, believes is reality, believes is believes is true. That is so important when you want to transform your life that you have to acknowledge your achievements. You have to acknowledge how strong, how powerful, how beautiful you are as an individual, first and foremost. Because as I said before, when you do start changing your life and you come across challenges, you don't want to start putting yourself down. You need to remember where you're coming from. 
and what you've done and what you've gone through and what you've overcome first. That's why you need to reflect first. That is you building a good solid foundation for yourself. You've got this step that actually I've already achieved so, so much stuff already that I'm not really starting from the beginning. The next thing is to reflect is, so once you reflect on what you've achieved so far, and actually when looking, when you're doing this, you know, look back at the last 12 months. You don't want to go back over your last time frame, but um, look back over the last 12 months only. Um, then you need to look at what hasn't gone well. Looking back at um, some of my, okay. So one of my businesses failed. Um, it was a business I was doing, selling products. And I was doing really good with the face-to-face -face stuff, like the market stores, but it was just getting to a place where I just don't want to be going to the market like every weekend. I want it to be able to, well, I've got a website and it's making enough sales so that I could maybe go to the market once a month or twice a month, but not four times a month. Um, and it failed. It failed. And um, it failed because of me. <laughs> because that wasn't my passion. You know, when I first started doing my, when I first started that as a business, it was because I was homeless and I needed money. Um, and then I was coming to the end of my homeless. I think I'd, I think it was maybe a, a couple of months before I got my place, but I was where I was working because um, my son was at school. Drive wasn't there, wasn't there anymore because I was no longer coming from a place of money because my basic needs was taken care of, and then some. I was able to save. I was working during the hours that I wanted to work. I think it was like 10 till two, so I could still drop my children off and pick them up from school. You know, it was a really good time. So it failed because I that was never my passion. My passion behind my business, the reason behind that business was I need to clear my debt. I was no longer in that space because I had regular income coming in now, now that I was able to work. So that's why it failed. So it's always good to acknowledge what didn't go well and why. Um, and then you need to look at what needs improving. I remember, um, let's go to the one where recently, that was in 2020, where I literally transformed my life in six months, the first six months. Um, what needed improving? I... When I did this and I looked back at the 12 years before, I said to myself, I could get a lot more done if I had a routine. Because uh, at the time was quite scatty. I was very lastminute.com. When the children were going to school, it was like everyone getting up at the same time in the morning. I was shouting in the morning. It wasn't, it wasn't a calm morning at all. Um, and I said, I would need that to change because I want the kids to go to school feeling calm. I want to go to work feeling calm. Um, I want to feel like before I deal with them, like every time I wake up with them in the morning, I felt um, stressed, like I didn't have time for me. So when they did wake up, I feel kind of resentful. So that's what made me look at, okay, what needs changing? You know, uh, well, my morning routine, I don't have one and I need to have one. And I knew, that was kind of like the missing link. I knew once I had that, once I was able to wake up at 
at the alarm and not put it on snooze 20,000 times before I woke up. <laughs> and once I had a morning routine that was uh, meant, you know, uh, me waking up before the rest of the household wakes up and spending time for myself, like filling my cup up, um, I knew that everything else would kind of fall into place. So that's what I improved. And once I had done that, I literally sailed, I sailed through. The next one is goal setting. Uh, I think I've said this before um, in another episode that I'm quite, can be quite controversial when it comes to setting goals because I don't do smart. I don't believe in smart goals because none of my goals are smart. None of them are realistic. So always reflect before you start making any kind of changes or bringing things in. Always look at what went well what didn't go well and what needs improving and write it down um, or voice note it in a journal. You, can, you know, if you like to smart your goals, then so be it. Um, do what works for you. And if you don't know what works for you, you can try it my way and, and then do smart, whatever. Um, but the next thing you want to do is, is goal set. Um, and I like to reverse engineer my goals. So I like to write down what I want to achieve and then work backwards. Um, and I said before, none of my goals are realistic. Um, you know, another one as well as like making six figures in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and I'm as an accountant, but I'm not a qualified accountant. <laughs> yeah, I'm only part qualified. So having things like that is just, you know, it does blow my mind, um, but as I said before, my goals are not realistic. And if your goals are not realistic, I would stay away from SMART too. <laughs> so what I like to do is reverse engineer. I like to write the goal down first and then I like to work backwards. Okay, so and I like to think about what kind of person I'd be. What would I dress like? How would I be behaving? What kind of people would I have surrounding me? Um, um, and so, yeah, I just, I just work backwards. So for example, say if your first goal for 2024 was to have a fully funded emergency fund and you want to have maybe a year, let's say you want a year's, um, funded emergency fund and maybe that's about, I don't know, 15,000 pounds. And that's your goal for this year. Well, what does that, okay, so then you'll start backwards. Okay, so how much would you need to save each month to be able to put away 15,000 pounds for the year? And then once you've done that, um, you need to look at your income. How is this feasible? Is it, is it feasible currently? No, it's not feasible currently. Then you work backwards. Okay, so how much will you need to earn in order to pay, to put away a certain amount every month to reach your 15K goal by the end of 2024? So now you've worked out your income. Now your brain should start ticking. What can I do? What else can I do? Have I maximized my income yet? Have I maximized my current income, should I say? And then from there, you start thinking of ways to make money. It's very, um, and that's how you do it. And 
another thing as well is you don't think about the how. <laughs> I think 98% of people um, don't um, achieve their goals because they're worried about, and it's, it's the system, it's the society we lived in. We always focused on how, like it's this big, important thing, and it really isn't. It's not. I think we need to start um, understanding um, the laws and the rules of the universe. I think it should be something that should be educated because we need to understand that you're not going to have all the answers when you set out on your journey to achieve this, say, for in this instance, your 15K fully funded emergency fund. You're not going to have all the answers. You've already started with, you want 15K, you know how much you want to, you know how much you need to put away each month in order to reach that goal. And you know what your income looks like right, right now. And you know what your income needs to look like in order to achieve that. That's, that's what you have so far. That's like a snapshot of your five finances. So people, so much people worry about the how, and it's just, it's insignificant. I think if you worry about the how, it will stop you. And you'll think like, this is such a hard task. Um, something, and it's all about down to mindset, right? So immediately, most people will look at their income. And I had this, um, a commenter commented under one of my posts on TikTok. I said, I had a client who saved 10K in six months. And immediately they were like, well, you can only save what you have. If you don't have it, you can't. And that's, that's the mindset straight away. And so, you know, she's in that box of 98% who are not achieving their goals. They're, 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 they're just not because they are in this box. Well, this is, well, this is, this is it. This is what I have. You have to start thinking about, you have to start being solution focused, thinking about, okay, what do I have? So for instance, when I was homeless, I had no money. And yes, my skills was an accountant, but I couldn't go to work. I was going through such a violent situation with my children's dad and he was breaking the restraining order that I had. He was, he had befriended the, the childminder and was going behind my back and seeing the children outside of the times that the court had, that the court had um, stated in the court order and against the, the rules on the restraining order that I had against him uh, or the injunction. Um, and so he befriended the child mind. I'd go behind the backs to see the children. And I, it was just, they, they had taken his side as well. It was, it was horrific. It was stressful. So I had to leave my, my job and take my children out of childcare and take care of them myself. And then I fell on hard times, you know, just like that, you know, and I was living paycheck to paycheck. So just like that, you know, I'm now on benefits. I'm not earning as, as, as much as I used to. I've got two children. Everything was going wrong. And then I ended up, that's how I ended up homeless. Um, and with all this debt, that wasn't mine. But um, if I sat there and said, okay, I need to make some money. I need to clear off this debt to get the bailiffs and stuff off of me because otherwise I'm going to take my car and stuff. And, you know, I just need, even though we're homeless living in this hostel, I just need some money just to make it feel normal. Like I can't. I can't lose my car. It's 150 pounds a month on a car payment. I can't. That's like my lifeline that is helping me with my mental health. You know, if I need to just go away somewhere to the beach, I could just throw the kids in the car on the weekend and drive. Like, and so it was just kind of like, this is how much I need to make just to pay off minimum on the, for now, for the debt. 
and to maintain my car and to build an emergency fund. And I looked around me, I couldn't sell anything because everything was in storage. So I, I couldn't really sell anything. Um, the council doesn't like have you allowed to have access to storage at the time. I'm not sure if it's changed now. So just like, what am I doing? Like, what skills can I, what skills do I have other than accountancy? Because I can't go back to work right now. And it was like, okay, I'm making these products for personal use and for my friends. Everyone said these are great. I'm going to start selling them. And so you see that mindset. You know, I'm, I'm asking myself, okay, how can I do it? And I'm looking around, I'm looking around for answers. I solved my own problem. And I think if I had said, oh my God, what am I going to do? Well, not what am I going to do, but left it at what am I going to do and left it as, oh my God, like I can't do anything because I can't work. So I can't make any money. I wouldn't be here telling the tale right now. So I think allow the how to come to you. You don't need to have the answer straight away. It will come to you, but just start looking around you. Just in that particular instance for the 15K, um, you know, if, if if making more money is something that's on your list, it's probably on most people's list this year, then, you know, just look around you. Can I maximize my career? What does that look like for me? Um, or maybe it's like, okay, I can take a second job. It may mean I'm going to be working all these hours, but it's just going to be for the year. I know after that I can cut back my hours and I don't have to work as much. Um, yeah, so don't focus too much on the how because you're not you're not going to have the answer the how comes in the doing anyway when you're trying you're looking at other ideas that's when the how shows up it doesn't show up when you're sitting there kind of talking to yourself um or worrying it's just not going to show up also with the goal setting you want to write write your goals down and write a time frame and that's about it um with the smart be specific and so s and t <laughs> specific and time frame um, everything else, I don't measure it. I don't say whether it's an attainable. I don't say whether it's realistic. As I said before, then my goals are not realistic. So I don't um, think about anything else, but I do write down whether it's specific and I do write down the time frame, and I do, write, I do reverse engineer it and I write it out. And that's because I'm a visual learner. Um, so I just like to see it on paper or on my laptop. But the how comes in the doing. Um, even my business, I didn't know how I was going to make. Well, at first it's called the lone parent, but now it's called the prosperous mother. But I didn't, I didn't see that coming three years ago. Oh, I'm going to do a name change. I thought the lone parent was going to be like forever. But um, as I'm going into my business, then the how comes up. You know, in the beginning it was like, how am I going to do this? Like, actually, I'm just going to show up creating content online on social media and. I'll trust the process. And that's what happened. Then someone in my DM said, can you coach me? She became my first ever coaching client. I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to try this coaching thing, you know? And then from there, it's just expanded. So the how comes in the doing, just show up. It's the intention that opens up the how. Um, but if you're more focused on how and worrying about it, then you will, you will find this challenging. Um, but that's life. It's how the universe works. Um, and so I'm giving you some, <laughs> some golden nuggets here. So please take heed. The next one, the next thing you want to do is 
time block your calendar for every 12 weeks. So there's a book called um, The 12 Week Strategy, which I've never read at all. And last year, I found out about this book last year. I was talking to my um, another accountability partner that I've got. And she was like, oh, how do you like organize your goals or whatever? And I said, oh, I just like do it every 12 weeks. Like I've, I mean, I said in the beginning about reflection and listening to your body. You know, I'm listening to my body and my body's telling that every 12 weeks, I need a break. I can go 12 weeks working every single day. Um, but then I need, but then I'm going to need a week off and then I can go the next 12 weeks. So I just, I create my goals 12 weeks. And she said, oh, have you read this book, The 12 Week Strategy? And I was like, no, I've never read this book before. And she said, because it's a similar thing. Um, and see, look guys, when you're just in tune with yourself, look what happens. But um, I time block my calendar every week for 12 weeks and and that's how I plan up my goals that's how I plan up my milestones um that's what I know what I'm doing week by week so make sure you're time blocking your calendar um and your time the next thing you want to do is write down your whys for achieving your goals now your whys has to be bigger than the actual goal you want to write down your why or create vision boards if they work for you. They don't work for me, but I like to write my whys down in a note, in my notes app on my phone. And it's ongoing. It's, it's always bigger than your goal. The why has to be. So for instance, when I was working my nine to five, I had a notes app in my phone about why I wanted to run my own business. I don't know what business it was going to be, you know, at the time. I just knew I need to work for myself. I can't be doing this no more. And I was really drawn to um, creating my own resources. I was just really, really drawn to it. Um, now, five, six years later, I know why. Um, but at the time, I had this why page on my phone in my notes app. And I'd have a note page dedicated to my why of running my own business it had many whys on there but anytime I'd have some type of negative experience at my nine to five I would write that down on my list of whys you know it could be anything like oh, having to get up so early in the morning which I'm good with but leaving a house so early in the morning and it's raining you're soaked just to sit at a desk to work eight hours <laughs> was not my idea of fun train strikes um, having to find alternative routes to work, rushing back. Do you not pay in childcare fees, extra childcare fees? Because something out of your control happened, like the train being cancelled, being an accident. So there's like traffic piling up. Um, but I write down my whys and I do it now with my business. I have a whys list and I write down, you know, this is why I'm doing it. This is, you know, I'm going to do this or I'm going to, you know, this is why with all of my goals, uh, I write down my whys because um, motivation is um, yeah it's fleeting it doesn't last um, and um, sometimes if I get an off day I will look go into my phone I'll see my why and I'll be like yeah do you know what I'm actually really blessed to be in this position right now to have my own business to be going through with my goals and that really helps me to keep me moving so the next thing is, let's look at tools. So the next thing you'll need to achieve is um, 
or the next thing you need in order to achieve your goals is journaling. And there was this like, I think like before Christmas, um, there was this on TikTok, there was this whole thing against journaling and um, people saying that journaling doesn't work, but it does, it does work. But journaling on its own does not work. And the way people are teaching journaling does not work. Journaling is there for you to self-reflect. So when I was, okay, when I was, when I was giving up smoking, I would journal that I would, um, yeah, I would write, I think I was writing it down at the time. I was writing down my journals and I, every day I'd write down how my day went, um, you know, through the, through not giving up, uh, well, through giving up smoking. Um, I think it took me like 30 to 45 days to do it. Um, before I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm no longer thinking about it. Um, and, but what it was doing, it was helping me see my triggers. It was, the journaling was, as I said, it's self-reflecting. So it was making me um, see myself, making me understand myself more, making me see that when I got bored, I'd like to do something. And so it was easy for me to go and get a cigarette, even though I wasn't enjoying smoking. Um, and so it really helped me to see what was going on. So the times I was bored, it was like, okay, go and go and choose a hobby. Do you know what I mean? Like go and go and get something, go and go and get a hobby. And that's what I did with my, with, with my time. I found something that I enjoyed doing and I did that instead. Um, also journaling about the smoking helped me to not put on weight during, during that period um, of smoking because on loads of people, they replace the cigarettes with food. Um, and also smoking does suppress hunger. So doing that made me realize, made me think, oh, I wanna go and get something to eat because I'm not smoking. And I would question myself, am I actually hungry? So journaling done in the right way helps you to self-reflect. It helps you to know yourself. It helps you to see what your triggers are and how you can overcome them, how you see what your weaknesses are and how you can overcome them. And so journaling should be helping you to be mindful and be a, helping you to master self. That's what journaling is there for, so that you can go on to master your goals and achieve them. Um, the next tool you'll need is um, time blocking. So yes, I said about um, time block your calendar. So every 12 weeks, you know what you're working towards, but now you want to time block your day, every day. And I do this on a weekly on a weekly basis. Um, I do mine on a Sunday, and I time block from um, that Sunday right up until the following Saturday. I do that every week, and I time block my day. So I time block um, the time I get up, the time I exercise, what I'm doing on that particular day, where the children are my clients, when I'm cooking dinner, when I'm doing a food shop, when I'm going out with my friends. Um, I said the kids, right? Their activities, like everything. My bedtime is time blocked too. Everything, everything down to me meditating. Every, everything is time blocked. Um, 
I'm pedantic about that. I think the only thing I don't time block is Saturdays because um, I'm very much a free spirit. And uh, <laughs> and I have to honor that. Um, I don't like structure, but I thrive in it. I thrive when I have structure, I really do. Um, but I also, I have to honor the free spiritness and going with the flow because I also see um, the pros of doing that and um, where my creativity comes in. Like my ideas for my business and stuff that I create and my solutions, they do not come when I'm sitting at my desk at six in the morning, getting on with my work. Um, they come in at the most inopportune times when I'm free and I'm just being present and I'm having fun and I'm going with the flow. That's where my ideas come. That's when my creativity come. And so I'm always having a phone in my hand because I'm literally writing down those ideas when I'm in that state. But when I'm at my desk at six, half six in the morning working, that's when I implement those ideas. So I'm not having to think, I'm just doing. I'm not having to think of ideas, I'm implementing those ideas because I've already, those ideas come when I'm playing. Um, so I have to honor my free spiritness because that's how I work. And this is why going back to what I said about journaling, this is, this is if you journal properly, um, and you're asking yourself those questions like, how did I feel today? What challenges did I face? You know, um, why did I, oh, I had, you know, I, I felt tempted to do this, say in the instance for smoking, I felt tempted to do this. Why did I feel tempted? Do you see what I said before when I said I felt, I realized that I smoked when, I, when I'm bored. So I took up a hobby. And I also realized that when I was smoking, I wanted to eat food, but it was just like, I just wanted to do something with my hands and my mouth. So, you know, what did I, so I, I'm, the reason why I'm knowing this is because I'm journaling. I'm talking back to myself or writing to myself and telling myself how my day went without the cigarette and the what, what occurred when I was tempted or when I felt like I wanted to have one and what I did instead. So journaling when I was um, putting a structure in place. And then... The next thing is knowing your weaknesses. So it goes back to journaling again. <laughs> but you need to know what they are so that you can find a way to overcome them in order to make this work. There's a reason why they say you are your biggest enemy. So maybe your weakness is not sticking to a goal. After a couple of weeks, you fall off. Or maybe you need to get an accountability partner to hold you accountable past the two weeks so, you, so that you keep on moving and making progress. Maybe you're impatient like myself and when the results don't come in the time frame you want, you decide to give up because you feel it's not working. Or maybe another weakness is procrastination. Um, you know, or the current weather. So for me, I cannot work past midday unless I'm with a client. So I make sure that 8 a.m. is I'm at my desk and I do not move until midday. And yeah. Like for me, it's like after, sometimes after midday, I just cannot show up for work. So I make sure the latest time I can get to my desk is eight. Um, so that I'm given a good four hours in daily. But understanding what your weaknesses are is really important. Um, and you're not trying to change who you are. You're just trying to see what your own obstacles are and how you can overcome them. So yes, um, Time blocking 
Um, if you're someone that works well with structure, then that's going to be great. You're going to get on really well with that. But if you're not and a little bit like me, um, then you're going to have to, you know, find a way, find your way of implementing structure and also going with the flow. Home educate my son. So I've worked my weakness in my favor I'm like okay I home educate my son my son loves a lay-in he won't get up until 11 and midday which is great for me because it means I can work up until then um and then afterwards from midday onwards um you know I've got the whole day now to spend with my son home educating him taking him to his trips taking him to his classes hanging out with other mums I'm not worrying about um oh my god I've got work to because I've already done it and so I've made my weakness into a strength and I've turned it, I've turned it, I've made it work for me and not against me, especially because now, you know, I've got this great morning routine. Uh, I am up super early in the mornings at half four. Um, and, um, and so it does mean that I'm at my desk half six, seven. Um, and so, yeah, it just means that I'm just taking, I'm, I'm using my weakness and I'm using it as a strength. Um, but it's really good that you do know your weaknesses. It will just make the journey to you achieving your goals and transforming your life in 12 months um, smoother. Um, and yeah, I think I've kind of used my weakness as a superpower. And instead of trying to change who I am and trying to change my weaknesses. It's best to know what they are and then put things in place that you can overcome them. Um, the next one is when you are transforming your life and you wanna do this in 12 months, you have to be in isolation. <laughs> you won't be able to do this while being friends with all of the friends, friends you have. Um, when up leveling, you'll realize some people can't come with you and some people will become uncomfortable around you. And you'll also notice that your world's apart and it's normal. And sometimes it is a sad, it's a sad process, but the more you do it, the less upset you get because you, you, you just, you just know, now. you just expect it. Um, and because you're choosing yourself, you come to realize that yourself is more important than anyone else. Um, I think it's important when you wake up in the morning that you like the person that's staring back at you. So, um, yeah, um, transformation does take, does require isolation. The next one, which I spoke about is the morning routine, which I spoke early on, and you do need one. I'm not saying you have to be up extra early, like the time we get up at half four, five. You don't need to be that early. Um, so my nose is itching me. But you do need a morning routine. Um, and I've not met one successful person with that one. Now, I've met people, successful people who have like rigid morning routines and they have um, lazy morning routines and, or they have a morning routine where they're just flowing. But every single one of them have a routine. They get up in the morning. They have a morning routine before they get to it. And it's this similar thing every morning. And um, having a morning routine, it really, it just, 
it just guarantees you success. I saw said to you before, like when I did this again and it took me six months and I said the missing link was having that morning routine. It really was. It brought everything together because I felt grounded. I felt calm. I felt like I was ready for the day. Um, and because I had focused, because I'm my morning routine is focused on me. When I first started my morning routine, um, uh, I was following someone and was very much in his masculinity and chasing, chasing and working. That was his morning routine. And so I, I followed that and I realized this is a lot. Like by the time I get to my desk and start working, this is when I was in my nine to five, um, I'm shattered because I've just spent my morning working. I'm tired, like I need another break. Um, and then I start to trust in myself a bit more. And I just created my own morning routine. And other than working out, because I was already doing that working out in the morning routine, I was meditating. Um, and then I would like listen to a book or read a book. And sometimes it was, you know, a, a, a non-fiction book. And sometimes it was fiction. I wasn't fussed and I'm still like that now. I'm still not fussed about the book as long as I'm enjoying it and it's giving me value. Um, I know some people are really strict on, no, I only read nonfiction, but I find um, reading fiction helps with my storytelling and my storytelling um, works well in my marketing. <laughs> um, so um, I'm not against reading fiction at all. I love it. Um, but um, my morning routine, and sometimes I'm literally, sometimes I'll do all that. And then I'm just staring at the four walls, just being present. Um, but my morning routine is all about me. So yeah, your morning routine doesn't have to be filled with um, like work or whatever, but it has to be, it has to be about you. It has to be what makes you, what helps you be grounded, what helps you be ready for the day. Um, I always find that when I'm, you know, doing my morning routine, it just, I mean, the same stuff would happen if I didn't have a morning routine, right? All those challenges I'd face, but um, because I have a morning routine and I filled myself, I filled my cup up, um, making me ready for the day, I am more prepared for those challenges and obstacles. I'm more solution focused. I'm not complaining like, oh my God, why me? I can't get a break. I don't have, I don't have time for this. This is time consuming. Oh my gosh. And then you give up and you don't want to do whatever. I don't feel like that. I feel like I have all the time in the world to solve that problem because I do, because I've made the time in the world. Um, and yeah, it just means um, that morning routine. It means um, if what, something you want to get to bed earlier, um, want to wake up early in the morning, then it just means you're going to bed earlier. It means you have to make some sacrifices. This thing you need in order to transform your life is resilience and accepting delayed gratification. I think now I heard this from someone, um, this guy, he was so humble, a millionaire. Um, and he said he was broke, like for half of his half of his life. Um, and he said something which resonated. He said, now, the word now is the most expensive word because people are not willing to wait. You are so focused on your needs now that it's taken away from the life you want to live in the future. And 
as I said before, whatever you want is requires you to sacrifice some of your now. Um, but this now is only going to be, say, say you have to make sacrifice for five years. That's five years for the rest of your, for the rest of your adult life. That's so small com com compared to living the, the best life you have for the rest of your life. Um, so I think delay gratification is something that you just need to really get used to, as well as resilience. Um, sometimes we look at someone and they've achieved their goal and we've heard their story and they're like, oh my God, they've achieved it in such a short time. And then you put a similar time frame in and you don't achieve it. It doesn't mean that, you, that, you, that you're not meant to do it. It just means it's, gonna it's just taking more time for you and that's okay. Be resilient, keep going. Um, which brings me on to the next one, which is enjoying the process. That's what keeps me going. And I want more of that for myself this year. I want more of that for everyone this year is enjoyment and fun. Enjoy where you are. And how I enjoy the process is I stop focusing on the goal I'm working towards and focus more on learning whatever I need to learn to make progress, to achieve that goal. I celebrate all the milestones. Um, I like the other day I, I created a I said to myself okay, I was going to create this template by Friday and I did it with so much ease and flow and it's just like yeah that's my that's my milestone that's my you know my goal to create passive income I've now done it you know now I need to upload it and find where I'm going to hold it so people can download it and pay for it and write the sales page for it but I had done it and those are the things I enjoyed the milestone. I sent it out to be tested and people loved it. And I said, like, okay, cool, right? This is, you know, it's practical and easy. They love the tutorial with it. So it was like, okay, you know, like those kind of, those are the things, you know, then the problem came up because it's like, is this convertible? Is this document gonna convert to, if someone's using this on iPad, if someone's using Google Sheets, how am I gonna overcome that? But I did it overcome it um and I really enjoyed that process it was like oh my gosh like yeah I loved it I loved everything about it um and so that's kind of what you need to focus on yes my biggest goal is to you know make passive income uh with the services I'm providing but I know in the very beginning that it's not passive in the beginning and so instead of me worrying about or moaning about how slow this process or how slow my learning capability is or how fast it is, whatever. I'm just focused on the fact that, oh my gosh, I made this this, temp, this budget tool and it's compatible across different systems and people are gonna love it and they're gonna achieve their goals with this. And it's just easy. And I just, I, lo I love being able to create that. I, I love learning how to create that. I love learning new tools, new skills. Um, and it just makes the process enjoyable and you start achieving things I don't know I think things come to you a lot quicker because you have let go which I'm talking about manifesting uh, law of attraction if you don't hold on to it so for instance I said um, back in um, I think September October I started on open up TikTok and I said within six months time I want to have a thousand followers and actually um Uh, it took me a month to reach a thousand followers 
and I had already gone viral three times. That wasn't the plan. And then on the back of that, because of that, I got approached by a brand who paid me 500 pounds to create a 40 second video. That wasn't the plan. I mean, that was the goal at some point, like, you know, like I was just focused on my followers, but because I had let go and just focused on enjoying TikTok and being on there, look what it produced. Um, and so this is why enjoying where you are, where you're at, your learning curve, your level, the progress you're making, how fast you're going or how slow you're going is really important um, because it really does open doors. Um, and um, it opens doors a lot quicker than you thought, than the timeline you gave. Um, so yeah, that's it. I hope you found this episode helpful. I think this was a long one this week. Um, but yeah, enjoy the rest of your week and I'll see you in another episode next week. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you're wanting to build wealth in your own way, you can download my Single Mom 5-Step Guide to Financial Freedom to help motivate you. The link to download is in this episode's description.